How about them Ravens? This is Corey, and this is the uh, the Anthem Podcast. Well, Corey's not crying, so I'm guessing <laughs> they won. Uh, good afternoon. Welcome to episode 249. I didn't write it, so it's probably <laughs> uh, something close to that. Of the the Podcast, once again coming to you from the hashtag OTA LA Studios, high above the 110 freeway in downtown Los Angeles, California. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for listening on your podcatcher of choice. The easiest way, anchor.fm forward slash O the Anthem. It's the easiest way to find the links to all the different places where you can listen to podcasts at. And you can follow the podcast on social media, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and make sure you follow us on Twitch because I think that's the thing that's growing right now. I don't know. It's what I hear. I hear that Twitch is the hot new place to be. Uh, and we're there at the Anthem. So. But you wanted to start out this episode uh, with sports, I think. Well, I mean, I figured with the Ravens' big win being Monday night, mm-hmm. us waiting to start recording until after the game was over, we'd talk about it right up front. So anybody who was... Looking for post-game analysis, like, on the live stream, could get it right away. Absolutely. So, uh, let's see if Roberto has screwed up my drops with sports ball. Sports ball. <laughs> so, uh, the Ravens just played on Monday Night Football, beating the Browns uh, by five points, 47 to 42. No, wait, wait, wait. Uh, that... That math doesn't add up, though. How do you get five points? Because it was tied with, like, one minute to go. Yeah, so we came back. Justin Tucker hit a huge 55-yard field goal Mm -hmm, to -hmm. put the Ravens up by three. Mm -hmm. The Browns had two seconds remaining, and they tried to do the hook and ladder lateral play all the way up the field and instead went backwards and got a safety. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right, so... And a lot of disappointed Browns fans. I saw I saw some people crying. I saw some people despondent. Yeah. I, I feel so terrible for Browns fans. I mean, like, in a way, I don't because they're a division rival and I want to beat them and I, I'd always like to win. Also, they're nine and six. You're still ahead of us. Yeah, in I mean, they're still ahead of us. But I mean, like, I, I, I feel bad sometimes because it, it seems like these people are completely and utterly like devoid of any kind of hope it's like these people how derogatory (laughs) it's like the it's like us orioles fans with the yankee game seeing as we lost like 17 straight to them yeah over the course of the last couple years or something like that so i i get i feel the pain and yet i still am so happy for this team the win i was really worried it wasn't going to go well because like early in the game it just didn't look like anyone was ready to play football yeah so i I was (laughs) i was worried but Turned around, turned around. It's all good. And Lamar coming in at the exact right moment to <laughs> save the game at fourth and five. Oh my God! It's Lamar <laughs> coming from the back. And not only that, but uh, Hollywood. I was I was ready to have a public tar and feathering for uh, Hollywood Brown today. Cause yeah. A couple weeks ago, he said, you know, why? What's the point of having soldiers if he ain't gonna use them? And I'm like, you know what? Fair point. Lamar or uh, Hollywood hasn't gotten a lot of throws yep. recently, so why don't we give him some action? And then and he keeps <laughs> dropping balls. <laughs> but he had four drops tonight, and yet he had the big touchdown to help tie it up at the or no go ahead by Yeah, that was a go ahead, wasn't it? Yeah. No, well, it was a go ahead before they they, they tied it tied up. it again. Yeah. Yes. It was a very, yeah. very fun game, especially at the end. Uh and I'm I'm just so happy the Ravens won because the rest of the schedule from this point on should ho- hopefully be uh filled with some easier opponents it's it we have the easiest schedule on paper on the way out in yeah. the last couple weeks here so hopefully we can catch the browns uh hopefully we can certainly get a playoff spot here cuz I, I i have high hopes for the ravens the last couple times they started the season they started the season like 5 and 0 or something like that i can't remember exactly the mark 
But when they the last couple times they had started that way, they won Super Bowls. Yeah. And every one of those Super Bowl wins was from the wild card spot. It wasn't from winning the division. So, yeah. I mean, all the things line up to continue this trend. Much like everything in Baltimore, you have to be the underdog. You have to be beaten. You have yeah. to, you know, they you just can't do anything the easy way. You have to do it the hard way, unfortunately. Uh, but it, one of the other things that, about the game that I saw I asked you, because uh, I was late, because, you know, that's how I do. Um, mm-hmm. But I was late, and I was like, is it raining? Because it looks like people are slipping. And you're just like, no, no, feel just fucking sucks. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what the hell is going on. I, I <laughs> argued that it's been raining in Cleveland for the better part of the last couple weeks. Yeah. So oh, I, you know, decades. It's very sad. Yeah. <laughs> The what's the the Cleveland parody theme or whatever where it's just like we get sun almost two times a day <laughs> or two, <laughs> two times, times a year, year. yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good video. Classic. We should find the link to that. Yeah, <laughs> I think it probably exists. Yeah, uh, but uh, so it it just Lamar is a running quarterback. We haven't seen him run as much lately. But then it looked like he was trying to run, and then the field just wasn't letting him do it. Did he get it, the better cleats? It, it's, and he funny. Ran it? it's funny. It's like the field didn't want him to do it. And then also at the same time, he ran for more yards than anybody else in Monday Night Football yeah. history. So, I mean, like it's it it, it worked. It also looked like he was going to. I mean, Trace McSorley's injury is what I was worried was going to happen to Lamar. Yeah. With how much he was slipping early in the game. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel bad for Trace McSorley. I don't know what the Ravens are going to do for quarterback now that. Two of our three quarterbacks are probably going to be going on injured reserve. I can't uh, imagine. Short that list. looks like an MCL tear to me. Yeah, I, I was going like, to say short week, not short list, but short week going to Sunday too. So um, practice squad quarterback? I mean, there's got to be somebody. Uh, my thought is you, you're getting somebody on a plane right now, so hopefully they can pass COVID protocols and yeah, that's get the other, in. Oh, and, I don't even think about that because it's like you got to get them in protocols like tomorrow, yeah. tonight to start getting ready for Sunday. Right. And then, like, okay, you sit in that room. We're going to video everything, and you'll yeah. be in that room. So. <laughs> On the flight home, they're looking at the names. DaCosta's, like, looking at available quarterbacks and going, like, what do we do? <laughs> um, well, I mean, luckily, I think there's some names available. Uh, I feel like there's been some quarterbacks shuffling around. Uh, Ryan, uh, what's his name? Fitzpatrick. In- Fitzpatrick. He's off again, right? Two no, is he, back. Well, he's he's backing up though. Oh, okay. You don't want right. to lose these guys. You right. just even though they're not starting, you don't want to like cut them. Well, I was going to say yeah, cuz Tua is back starting, but he's apparently <laughs> made a glass. So, uh every I'm sure the Eagles would part with uh, Carson <laughs> Wentz. Wentz if we wanted to. <laughs> you could get Wentz. Yeah. It's too bad the trade deadline's already passed. I'm sure the Eagles are like, "Listen, they're just going to fine us. I'll we'll pay the fines." <laughs> just <laughs> <It's okay>. Just <laughs> take them. <laughs> Please. And listen, we got, here's the deal. You got to take them, but you also got to take all the jerseys that we got. We got a lot of jerseys. So you buy him, you buy the jerseys. We'll pay the penalty. <laughs> Dye the jerseys purple. Sell them at your store. People don't know the difference between it's Eagles fun. and Ravens. It's all the same. You want to get some new fans? Here you go. This is how you do it. We got you. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's, I'm sure that there are some people available because I feel like there has been some quarterback, not controversies, but like less patience. Like just cut him. Like we'll move on to the next guy on the lineup. So yeah, I mean, I I, I think that there's probably not any super compelling names out there. Uh, yeah, I. <laughs> it, it looks like it's it would probably be you're signing somebody for depth. Uh, I mean, like uh, constantly, we've had this we've had this conversation for many years. We haven't brought it up recently. Yeah. But Kaepernick is still sitting out there. So I mean, like, oh hey, that yeah, would be he a, worked out for the Ravens before. That would be a uh, an idea. I know that the Ravens have personally felt burnt by Kaepernick, so mm. perhaps they wouldn't. But is he still dating that girl? Or I don't know. Uh, mm. Maybe if he's not dating that girl, 
It's like, listen, I was going through a thing. We all, we've <laughs> we all, all had, we've all had them relationships before. Yeah, sometimes you just are in a jail cell <laughs> and you're thinking to yourself, I gotta get this girl out of my life. <laughs> I've been there, Cap. I know what it's like. Yeah. Do you, uh, you ever have a job where like, you, or like you had an interview and you thought it went really well, and then your girlfriend caught up and called the the manager a slave trader? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we've all been there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You ever have a SEAL team six yourself out of an apartment <laughs> that you pay for? Yeah. Uh, we've been there. You know how it is. Uh, but, yeah, so other big news uh, in sports, actually also out of Cleveland today. Yes. With uh, the Indians announcing that they're not going to be the Indians anymore. Right. They're the uh, team name to be determined. Yes. Uh, I, I started reading the letter that uh, the Indians sent to their fans, and it was so long and so unbelievably uh, – like filled with like you know oh ever since the long days of cleveland from the very beginning of history of sports and blah 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 and the many great cleveland indians that have all played, right, you know, all right. So like, come on shut up <laughs> <laughs> and you skip you like skim it and you're like oh just, i missed something in there just all give right. me the tweet just give me the <laughs> we're, we're dropping indians our bad we're gonna have a new name there will be a vote Corey, you are too any- old to be a millennial all right <laughs> But uh, just as some advice to Cleveland, um, bullets not going to go over very well. But right, wizards is already taken, so don't make that horrible. Yeah, decision. don't 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 worry about wizards. That's yeah. uh, that's one that can uh, can go without. Though so, since but we we make fun of the wizards an awful lot on this program, I think that we should give them a little dap too when they do something well. They just traded for uh, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook. So you know Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook. This team looks. Pretty decent. Maybe I they'll know. actually make the playoffs for a change. I know who one of those people is. So uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for the day when I just don't recognize anyone from an NBA team. Uh, or when, I, is or when I just start throwing out random names just to see if you're just like. Nope. No idea. <laughs> see if I. OK, I'm going to talk about talk about a player. I want you to tell me if it's a real player or not a real player. OK. okay? Uh, I've been hearing great things about Taco Falls out of the Celtics camp. I think that is a real player. It is a real player. Yes. Taco Falls is a real player. I think I read a story about, uh, uh, no, I was on Reddit. It was definitely on Reddit. It was a sports, like a sports ball Reddit where it's like uh, things that you're not going to believe are actual sports yeah. things by people who don't follow sports. Like there's a guy named Taco in the <laughs> NBA. <laughs> Just pulled him out of the league and put him in the. <laughs> it feels like uh, if it, it, the the Reddit that I follow is like things that sound like one of us said them, but is it actually a legitimate sports thing? <laughs> like, yeah, my favorite uh, basketball player, you know, uh, uh, Taco Falls. Uh, yeah, hey, he's a guy who plays basketball. I, I also enjoy the uh, uh, there. There was a a baseball podcast I listened to for a while where they would have a game where it's uh, college baseball player or made up name oh and it would just be like charleston rutherfordson and then it's just like that's got to be a fake name nope he's the third baseman for <laughs> vanderbilt <laughs> like, the college baseball is just filled with like the most random like white people names well like, that, it's because we've won <laughs> it's generally in the u.s college baseball. safari jennings or something <laughs> very a white people sport and also white people are Fucking crazy. And <laughs> all those millennial kids are now getting to college. So yeah. it's going to be like a, a Bradley Ford. And it's like, that's not just two <laughs> names. You named him two things. Groot. <laughs> but, oh, uh, wait, so Game of Thrones. Donkey teeth. <laughs> donkey, Game of Thrones debuted uh, 12, 13 years ago, maybe 2006, 14 years ago. 
Okay, 12 years ago. 12 years ago. So that means in eight years, there's going to start being Daenerys's in yeah. college. Like a lot of Daenerys's. So, yeah. you know, it's going to be weird. Um, probably not so much because they're going to have grown up with Daenerys's. It's going to be like Michelle. Or they might be like Denny's or something like that. Oh, they're going to have weird nicknames. I, I just, yeah. I, I, I think of it as like, how many Daenerys's can you have? There's three Daenerys's in this one class. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be funny if Denny from The Ring was actually named Daenerys? Oh, yeah. It, I think the ring predated Game of Thrones, but Pre- it would just be. Yeah. No, that was like early 2002, right? It had to be earlier than that. It looked like it was from 1967. But yes. <laughs> it definitely wasn't. I think it was his early odds. <laughs> but uh, I just feel like it's, uh, you're like, how many Michelles can there be? And then like you go into a classroom and you're like, there's four Ambers and seven Michelles in this class. <laughs> it's going to be like that, except for weird goddamn names, because millennials <laughs> were given the opportunity to name their offspring <laughs> instead of having their parents do it, which is what should have happened. <laughs> your, your name is Chester Teen? Me too. No. <laughs> yeah, well, on the plus side, though, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I used to, I bonded over like dumb things too. I remember the meme of like uh, two guys with striped shirts like walk into the room and they're like, stripes, like, stripes. <laughs> and you sit down and you're friends. Or, you know, you walk into uh, uh, the prep the prep period for college and they're like, what sports teams? You're like, Oh, there's one other Orioles fans here. And then 20 years later, you're doing a podcast across yeah. the country with them. Uh, that happens too. <laughs> this, this way you're bonding over the weird name that you have. And it's like, right. I've never seen a game of Thrones episode. I don't, I don't even know who this person is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like not watching star Wars, just, you know, to be, that though, person. to be fair, I was watching a couple episodes of the Mandalorian. Oh, that's right. We did yeah. watch Mandalorian. Eh, no, but, but I watched one since then. Okay. And I was asking questions. I was... I don't know if you can count On Mandal- my own, on my own time. I, I, I decided to watch it personally, myself. I don't know if you can count Mandalorian, because as you pointed out when we were watching together, the first episode, a lot of the episodes, it's a Western. It's yeah. just a Western that's like put a little cover on top of it that makes it space. But yeah. uh, the rest of Star Wars is a... Western space opera, which is a whole different thing. And yeah. I don't know that, uh, but it's a whole culture and you're not in the culture. But See, but I, I, I tried Star Wars. It just didn't take. I just, it, it wasn't interesting at all to me. But the, the uh, Mandalorian is, I think, a little bit of a different thing because it, it feels more like a, uh, each episode is self-contained. Yeah, yeah. So there's sort of like this Law and Order SVU thing about it where like, I feel like I could just sit down and watch anything and sort of get where... Like, I, I, I think I've asked Roberto, like, four questions about, like, how we got to where we are right now. Yeah. And that's all I really needed to know to, like, yeah, wh- fill why in the, the blanks of what I know just generally from pop culture about. What does he do? Bounty Hunter. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Okay, question <laughs> I, two. I don't, need, I don't need to know anything else. Why is there a baby? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, last season was about getting the baby. Yeah. All right, great. All right, so he's a bounty hunter. To, he's Bruce Bannering his way through the West. Yeah, I think the other question I had was, like, where in the timeline of the movies and stuff like that is this? Yeah. And all that, that's basically all I need to know. Yeah. Yeah. And I also realized that uh, you're a white guy who grew up off a country club and has a really good relationship with his dad. So there is nothing about Star Wars that you can relate to <laughs> at all. Uh, having, you know, grown up on a farm, essentially, yeah. uh, having a terrible relationship with a father who I have ideological differences with. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, being a broke dick most of my life. I have a lot, uh, and a revolutionary. Broke dick and a yeah. revolutionary. I got I got a lot that I combined with with Star Wars with. So I think maybe that's the big difference. Uh also, um I'm all I'm dreaming about the downfall of a republic and 
we're seeing the downfall of a republic yeah. right now. So I think maybe that's I. Maybe Star we Wars. just need to blow up a Death Star just to, you know, like clear the. I, I would do that, uh, but like I pointed out in our pre-show meeting, we already wasted a billion dollars on an election uh, <laughs> that could have been used to, I don't know, end poverty uh, also, or homelessness. Also, no matter, even if you blew up a Death Star, there would still be 50% of people who are just like, well, what the fuck did Death Star ever do? Oh, also, I just realized you don't know the lore. They blew up the Death Star and they immediately Made built a new another one? Yeah. Death Star. Oh, I know. Um, I, which is, I remember... Uh, that's I remember <laughs> I remember the scene from Clerks where Randall yes. is talking about how they had to have probably hired independent contractors to build the second one because it went up so quick. Yes. And they probably had Imperial soldiers for the first and then independent contractors. And like, is there hazard pay involved with that? Because you know that like this was blown it's up gonna before. It's going to be a target, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I'm just realizing that that is a Trumper metaphor before there was Trump because <laughs> 50% of people were like, no. Fuck those revolutionaries. <laughs> Let's build one, another one. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. We're going to do it faster. And then we blow that make one up Make the too. Death Star great again. Yes, make the <laughs> Death Star great again. <laughs> Patent pending. That is a t-shirt. That's our t-shirt. We are, Don't take that idea. We're going to do that. Yeah, uh, I'm sure Disney is going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Death Star is absolutely not copyrighted. So let's I don't go. know. There's no way Death Star is... is uh, yeah. Can we just misspell it? What if make, we just make the Death Star great again? <laughs> that's not a moon. Make it great again or make a reference without actually saying <laughs> Death Star or showing it and then make it red, white and blue and put Trump 2020 on the back or 2024 on the or back. Or just put a Trump hair on top of the. Oh, yes. <laughs> we're going to sell a million of these T-shirts. All right. We're going to keep that for the after show meeting. But uh, speaking of Trump, uh, for those of you who are waiting for the election to, I don't know. And finally be over to the Trumpers amongst us who may be Trump supporters and may be illogical because maybe you're, you know, from another country uh, and your whole family is there. And the person who you're cheering for is very anti, you know, you. I think I think the audience might be confused because you're looking off camera at somebody they can't see. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Roberto (laughs) is back. Producer Roberto has returned. Uh, That's why the, you know, uh. (laughs) Scenes are messed up. So um, anyway, but uh, the election is officially over um, as much as we can say that, because I'm sure it'll continue in ad fintum. Uh, I'm sure somebody will pull a sword out of a out of a rock somewhere and say that it's divine that Trump remained president or else. I was going to say I, I was about to make Steve a reference. Scalise, like running into the House floor like there can only be one. Trump goes on a uh, goes out to Mar-a-Lago and a, a mysterious woman appears out of the lake and hands him a sword. <laughs> this is not a way we run a government, okay? We don't pick our kings this way. Uh, but so the Electoral College met today. Collect the Knights of the Round Table. Where's Steve Mnuchin and Betsy DeVos? I was gonna say <laughs> I immediately went to the our cartoon get, president get circle Mike table. <laughs> Riding a horse across the I'm coming, you're I feel like Mike Pence would be the Don Quixote, like on the the uh, the little the little donkey. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else is on the big white horses, and Mike Pence is on the little donkey. Um, Sorry, Mike, budget cuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, uh, Mike Pence is riding uh, Secretary of State. Um, what's his name? Secretary of State. Yes. Uh, oh, Pompeo. Yes. <laughs> Pence is actually riding Pompeo. I'm like, sorry, boys, budget cuts. Uh, anyway. So uh, Electoral College met today and they voted and you may not have known that, but I would assume that you didn't turn on TV because every channel had wall to wall coverage of the exciting vote 
by the Electoral College. Yeah, and I, I, Rob and I talked about this earlier. We're both political science majors. We both uh, generally like the sort of like minutiae idiosyncrasies about the uh, election and stuff like I, that. I'm pro Electoral College, and yeah. not a lot of people can say that. I mean, even if you don't like the Electoral College, there's still something fun about it if yeah. you're really into politics. Yeah. But the way that they ratcheted up, like, oh, something could happen today. Like, <laughs> like Wolf Blitzer basically coming out going like, we have a guy with a breaking news button, finger on the breaking news button, just ready to go. Faithless elector. We're, we got 20 hours of coverage all set. And that's what I was going to say. I, every producer was basically sitting there saying, God, give me a faithless elector right now. <laughs> God, just let one. Or uh, hoping that some idiotic state would um, send a whole slate of electors that yeah. were not elected and have them try to vote. Yeah. Something like that. I love the people on Twitter who are just like, yeah, Nevada GOP, like voting in Trump. <laughs> just like, that's not how it works. <laughs> just because a bunch of people crash the Zoom call doesn't mean... <laughs> When they get to vote. I don't get to show up in Alabama in like an Uncle Sam costume and vote. <laughs> I have to be invited and wear an Uncle Sam costume in order you to You have vote. to be picked. Picked. That's right. Yes. Picked. Uh, which, by the way, uh, another thing I keep forgetting is that uh, everybody wants to be a TV star. What do you think? the uh, So uh, a guy showed up at the Alabama Electoral College in an Uncle Sam costume. And Full on. Uncle, the, the beard, the, the hat, the everything. And uh, also, nobody takes the floor at these things because... Didn't, nobody cares but yeah. of course given the opportunity you're this literally gentleman, taking attendance that's basically what you're doing yes uh it, there is one follow-up question to the here and that is who and everybody already knows the answer to both yeah. here and trump in alabama <laughs> um but he, he he was offered the floor he took the floor because you're dressed like uncle sam why wouldn't you take the floor <laughs> uh and then proceeded to uh espouse whatever trump nonsense he wanted to espouse no. i muted the tv at that point and went back to work uh but I think you made an interesting point, which is that if you had taken the local issues from around the country and sat down with that gentleman, who was clearly a very strong Trump supporter, yeah, he would have chosen... His outfit says that he's a very strong Trump supporter. They're only Americans, all right? The they, Alabama of it all says <laughs> very Trump... The only true Americans, the ones that dress up like Uncle Sam, they're Trumpers. Everyone else is just godless communists. Um <laughs> But, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Doug Jones won his Senate race because he's the only one who voted. <laughs> Everyone's just like, oh, I don't want to touch this Roy Moore thing. Well, I was gonna say, ironically, didn't he lose his Senate race? <laughs> With one, well, bef before when he won one, it, yeah. yeah when, the first one he won, yeah. yeah. Uh, he lost his second one to a football coach, so we're all good now. <laughs> <laughs> only so much here I can yeah. do. All right, I'm a Democrat, not a god. Um, Listen, I'm a football coach <laughs> named Tommy Tuberville. Clearly, I know a thing or two about government. Jesus. <laughs> I hate this country sometimes. Um, but uh, if you had sat down with that gentleman in the Uncle Sam costume and said, hey, uh, here are a bunch of issues from around the country, you would hear things like, no, no, absolutely. Like, our access to health care is absolutely something we should do. Uh, why would we not take money away from that? Or let's build this park. Let's do the. He would say many Democratic things. Yeah. But the point is, we have, much like the football coach, decided to pick sides. And this is my side. These are my colors. Uh, this is what I'm going to wear. Um we were talking during the football game about a Cleveland fan who, when uh, Baltimore blocked the kick and ran it back for a two-point conversion a few years ago, yeah. went from very excited to very sad and then ripped off his jersey screaming, I hate this fucking team uh, on camera. And But he didn't do, though. I hate this team so goddamn much. <laughs> <laughs> what he did after that, I'm sure, is to immediately on Monday go out, or on Tuesday, go out, 
and buy in New Jersey. <laughs> buy one to make up for the one he just ripped. Probably, I, yeah. he probably bought two because he felt so bad, and he probably gave it like a, a seven gun salute when he buried it. <laughs> a uh, Viking funeral at the at veterans the lake, <laughs> lake Ohio. Because it's that's my, our colors. This is our team, and no matter what, I'm always with the team. And so Uncle Sam is there spouting this nonsense that he doesn't understand and doesn't believe. And if you actually sat down with him, he'd be a very rational person. But just like every Cleveland well, fan Well, I mean, like, game. I also, like, I, I've thought from time to time about having a news program with blind resumes. Mm-hmm. So, like, I love when, when they do this in sports where it's just like, this quarterback on Sunday was 15 for 23 with 300 yards and two touchdowns. And this quarterback was 10 for 20 with 150 yards and one touchdown and four interceptions. Which one would you prefer to have? And you're just like, well, clearly the first one. And it's like, Hitler. The first first one was Gardner Minshew. The second one was Aaron Rodgers. Everything's crazy. Like, you know, it takes the, takes the bias out of it. It it takes, it's just the numbers. So like, I would love it if like there was a news program. It's just like, we have a quote and it just like read it. And there's no name associated with it. And it's just like, who do you think it is? How do you feel about this issue? Do you agree with this person? It's Bernie Sanders. (laughs) It's AOC. Ha ha. Fucked you. (laughs) Good luck with reelection schmuck. Uh. I bet you really enjoyed that Birmingham, Alabama. (laughs) Getting back to the original topic, which is the Electoral College. Um, it's very boring, usually. You can see that some places are used to having pomp and circumstance. New York, they do it on the floor of the, the House chamber, mm-hmm. and the governor was there and doing the whole thing. Utah, it looked like somebody's like, can we uh, can we just dial into your Zoom call? What's the <laughs> situation? Not- Arizona literally moved their people to an off-site location because they were getting threats. Yeah. This yeah. Is, uh, by the way, if you're threatening people who are voting in the Electoral College... Just think about this. Like, these are people who wear Uncle Sam outfits to political functions. Yeah. These are people who just really fucking love America. And either they're Republicans and they really fucking love America or they're Democrats and they really fucking love America. But either way, let's just let them live in their joy a little bit. I'm, I'm not making fun of the guy in the Uncle Sam outfit for no other reason than he decided to wear it. And I think that's kind of awesome. Like, I, I, I make fun of him in love because, like, I, there's a part of me that would think about doing that. Sort of I, thing if I was I hate his team, but I like his uh panache. his passion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um the team sucks though. You you chose the wrong team, buddy. Um but yeah, there are like we saw that kid uh, on Monday Night Football, the the Pittsburgh kid, and we're like, This is the most Pittsburgh kid yeah, yeah, I've yeah. ever seen. With like the mullet and And he was wearing the uh the uh what's the uh penguins. He was wearing the penguins jersey under the Steelers jersey. Yeah. And I'm like, this kid is Pittsburgh. <laughs> but at the same time, you're making fun, well, because they suck, uh, and everything in Pittsburgh is terrible. But this kid is clearly passionate about the thing that he <laughs> live show in Pittsburgh off now. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, there are people who are passionate about politics, and you can respect the passion. Um, Donald Trump is not one of those people. He's not passionate about politics. He's passionate about power and influence. Yeah. And uh, so he he got that for a little while he's going to continue this nonsense about how the election uh, is rigged and it's not over but here's the game folks uh your vote doesn't really count toward the presidency your vote counts for electors the electors then get together and they decide who the president's going to be and today 338 of them if that number's correct 338 got together it's more is it more yeah what's the total uh 538 no well, uh, 338 of them got together and said Joe Biden is going to be the next president. Oh, 306. Is it 306? Yeah. The number's up next to me. Is it not up next to me? 
It's three. Okay. It's three. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> there was a graph here at some point next to me. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, so nobody heard <laughs> anything I said. So that's great. Uh, okay, good. So three oh six. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, he forgot to unmute it. So that's good. Uh, check out the episode tomorrow. It's available everywhere. <laughs> uh, 306 uh, got together and said Joe Biden's going to be president. Yeah. That's it. And I have heard from people that like, oh, um, the, uh, oh, January 20th is really the day. January 20th is the day we got to worry about, right? Like, no, no. It, it's done. Yeah, today it's Today is it. Yeah. Well, it's been done. But today is the last day you could have had any hope. Yeah. In, 17, oh, not even seven, because that would have been George Washington. But like, today it, is the day where you have to be Dustin Hoffman running into the church and trying yes. to stop the wedding. Yeah. Like, this is your last chance. In 1844, there was a chance that a bunch of real old rich white guys came in and were like, listen, I know they voted for so and so, but are we really going to let that guy be president? Listen, we don't have the internet yet, so people wouldn't hear about this. So yeah, let's just- <laughs> we can do whatever we want. And also, all of them. Also I hope have you guns. don't. I hope you know. I own the general store. I'm the richest man in town. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, there's no women there. And my name isn't Josiah Bezos. <laughs> there's no women. I said rich white men because they were all rich white and men. Literally, that that's the only people who were yeah. there. And again, no internet. We're gonna leave here and go back to our homes, and no one will know it's us. And they could have chosen someone else. That's not how it is today. But today was the last hope. The reason the Electoral College exists, in part, is to protect the populace from themselves. Everyone got together. They did the vote. It's over. We're done. Yeah. So we can move on to other political stories that happened this past week, um, which obviously the number one story has to be that we got a second COVID stimulus coming just in the nick of time for Christmas, and people aren't going to have to worry about unemployment. They're not going to have to worry about gifts. They're not going to have to worry about anything. It's all been taken care of. Yeah, about that. Uh, I, you know, I've been off social media, so I can't say for sure that happened. I'm just assuming. <laughs> yeah, no, I <laughs> hate to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, they did pass a couple things. So, oh, okay, all right. Uh, they uh, extended government funding, so we got a CR to continue government funding. So no shutdown. No shutdown. Okay, so we good. got that going. Because the only thing worse than not getting a stimulus would be if you know Social Security. Yeah. S- stopped being sent out. Right. And yeah. government services weren't offered. Yeah. That that would that would be a be a bit, a bit of a pain yeah yeah um, okay, so good uh and then we also passed the ndaa so the military is funded military is funded right um and it's a veto-proof majority so trump can't i mean he could veto it but we're just going to send it right back to him so so what you're telling me is that at least 67 senators agreed to spend money to support something that benefits the nation yeah billions of dollars billions of dollars yeah. in fact trillion really i mean getting closer to it than yeah. you were and because uh, they're going to do an Iraq and Afghanistan uh, expenditure it's later, certainly this year. closer to a trillion than it is to zero. Yes, so. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it's uh, I think in reality it's seven hundred and eighty billion now, and then they're going to do a three hundred billion all- allotment for Iraq and Afghanistan and the global war on terror in April, which yeah. is separate from the budget for the military somehow. Yeah, um, which makes it a trillion dollars. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, so I haven't worked since uh, March, so <laughs> you know, and you know, it, it's nice to know that the. Kaus passed the Heroes Act, yes. which seems to take care of a lot of the troubles that were out there in the world. Uh, and then it went to the Senate where Mitch went on vacation. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then he came back and RBG died. Yes. So they had to rush through Amy Coney Barrett so that Trump could have the Supreme Court justice to mm-hmm. uh, overturn the election results. Well, I mean, More on that later. 
<laughs> it, it, it turns out, though, I, so I can understand it. Maybe they don't have the stimulus because of the four months that they took vetting the, the Supreme Court nominee. And it was like it was like three weeks. It, oh. it took almost no time if you if oh. you think about it in terms of other Supreme Court. Wait, wait, justices. So three weeks of daily hearings in and out hearings. Nah, all the way through. There was like four hearings or something like that. Oh, OK. Well. A couple votes. Ah. Well, you know, they got to go back to their office and raise more money. That's how that's how this works. No, with, uh, don't want to correct you. They have to go across the street to the <laughs> office. that's not in the government building to raise the money. True. It's true. the extra time of walking across the street and coming back. Yeah, if you're calling a, if you're calling somebody who talks to the super PAC, then, you know, that's legal. It's you're just talking to your brother. Isn't that? I mean, that's also true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if, just for clarity, all jokes aside, uh, we avoided a government shutdown. That's excellent. And I think something like uh, 60 senators voted for that as well. Probably not veto proof, but um, still, Trump's not going to veto the CR. He asked for a CR. So we're good until the new year on the, uh, the government shutdown. We can get a bunch of people to agree on that. Uh, the NDAA passed, so the military's funded with a veto proof majority, which means at least 67 voted for that. Mm-hmm. So that even if Trump, th- there's no reason for Trump to veto it. In fact, it goes to his desk as a. Uh, uh, pleasantry yeah because in reality it became law as soon as it gets passed with 67 because there's nothing the president can do except for agree with it or not so um but they haven't done i mean couldn't he he could send it back and they would have to override the veto legitimately though right yes yeah uh but if so i mean it would be more performance art than it would be but maybe something changes in the next three days before you vote on it again like i mean before you override the veto? So he would actually, it would be performance art. He would yeah. actually have to put a veto on something, and very few things get vetoed. Basically, the president says, I'm going to veto it. They decide whether or not they have the, the votes. Yeah. If they have the votes, then the president doesn't sign it. It just becomes law yeah, after just the, the Senate passes it. Yeah. Um, which is what this is likely going to do. Yeah. Unless Trump is smart, and in the next 96, four days or whatever it is, he decides to sign it because... Don't want to be on the bad side of the military if I decide to run in 2024, which is what I've been saying I'm going to do. Um, But my message to everyone out there is if they wanted to do it and it was important to them, it would get done. Yeah. We got a SCOTUS nominee. We got a continuing resolution. So guess who is getting paid through the second week of January? Uh, The Senate and the House and the president. Everybody's getting paid. And the government people. Everybody in the government's getting paid. Um, We got the NDAA. The military's getting paid. Uh, and everyone in the House and the Senate, as much as the president doesn't realize this, the military is very important. It, it was sacrosanct. I, re- I heard this in a podcast this week. The military was sacrosanct in the 1950s. It is very nearly sacrosanct now. It is the only thing that is consistent throughout the history of America is you don't fuck with the military. Yeah. You don't be on the wrong side of them. Except you can disagree with going to war or yes. the, in the, the, ex- the reasons that you would send military to something, but you don't. Like the troops are the troops are the thing. If you go back to Bernie Sanders argument against Iraq, it was never you're making a bad decision. It was we should not put our troops in the position of going to Iraq. Right. Always phrased as I'm not a pacifist. I'm not saying no war ever. I'm saying this is a bad reason for our boys and girls to go off and die. Yeah. Um, Which is a good argument. It's sacrosanct. You don't mess with them. So what my point is that. If your life was important, if your job and your livelihood and your rent and your children's livelihoods were important, it would get passed. Well, uh, let, let's let's take it a step further. If it was if it was important and it would get passed, then it would 
it would mean that Mitch McConnell allowed it to. Yes. This is basically the House passed the Heroes Act. What? Like June, July, something like that. Yeah. Like right when the initial run was running out of uh, unemployment. Oh, yeah. So it was the six hundred dollars or so. So what we're really talking about is what do they take out of the bill so that the Senate will sign it, which means the Senate puts forward a bill. They they do it. They go into committee. We already have the agreement. Right. Let's but I'm this. saying like so far, one third of the the making the bill into the law has yeah. happened. The bill has been made and passed in the Congress mm-hmm. and moved on to the Senate where McConnell put it in a drawer and hasn't thought about it since. And no, no, it's a judiciary. No, uh, it's it's in committee somewhere. And the hearing just keeps getting reset. Yeah. I reset. Mean, reset. You know, and there there was a, a bunch of moderate Republicans and Democrats who got together with an idea for a stimulus package, which is kind of the framework of which they're dealing with now. Yeah. But McConnell has either wanted uh, liability protection for corporations. And I want to stop you because the last four months, his major line has been there is no stimulus without liability protection. Yeah. It's not we want to make sure that. Republicans are taken care of. Yeah. Like, make sure this money's not just going to the inner cities. Make sure it's going out to rural America where they need help too. By the way, just so people who don't understand what liability protection exactly means, uh, if you got sick at work because of, if you got COVID at work because of some sort of action of the gov or the the employer, yes, where they did not protect you safely enough, then you could sue them for damages. This isn't necessarily I showed up for work and I got COVID, but they did everything right. Mm-hmm. Like you you are if a business tries to do everything they possibly can to keep you safe, then they are not liable for I mean, they you could bring the suit, but it probably won't go very far or the chances aren't very good. Well, however, the, there is an argument as well that uh, if a company went to the ends of trying to redefine themselves, that made them uh, essential mm. and then they made you come to work or said no job or either come to work or you have no job. Yeah. And then you contracted COVID that you could theoretically sue them and just say, you know, we closed because the boss decided to go on a bender in Vegas and didn't come in on Monday and Tuesday. And I had to stay home with no pay. Yeah. But all of a sudden we're essential and we have to work through a pandemic. And I came in and I got COVID and now I'm going to have medical bills for the rest of my life. Who knows what kind of long-term medical things I'm going to have. Yeah. Um, I, I would sue for that. Why not? I bet yeah. there's a lawyer who would take that on a, oh, a I, contingency. I, I'm sure there there are. I'm saying like the likelihood of you get if you work at a restaurant and every single precaution is taken. Oh, there's yeah, distance. Yeah. There's plexiglass. There's face shields. There's masks. There's everything. Yeah. And you happen to get COVID, and especially if you get it, but don't like maybe you're sick for a little while, but you don't get uh, you're a not in hospital yeah, or yeah. anything like that. Like the judge is probably not going to look upon you favorably for bringing the suit. Like you, you probably it's not the same as my my employer didn't do anything to keep us safe. They shoved us into small rooms for eight hours in a day and <laughs> told us to breathe room. loudly and like hundred employees in one big room. Yeah, all like, together. you know, whatever. Like, you know, there's plenty of people who are talking about Amazon's treatment of their employees throughout yep. the pandemic. I think that would be a rife place to start. And I think that, you know, Bezos <laughs> kind of pays McConnell. I don't know. I'm not saying specifically, but things like this, like a situation where Bezos would pay McConnell uh, through a super PAC, a lot of money to vote in his interest, which would yep. be, I don't want to get sued by all my employees. So, but then the new thing is now nah, it's not even about liability protection. It's about uh, bailing out the states, which McConnell doesn't want to do. That's even more of a, a sticking point to him apparently right now. 
And that's ridiculous because the states have been holding the load for a lot of what's going on. Right. You know, all the unemployment that anyone is getting is coming from the states. Paying unemployment. Yeah. uh, Which, by the way, we exhausted any trust fund you had for unemployment long ago. Yeah. Long ago. So now it's coming out of budgets. And his ability to do this is because I don't know if you've seen a map lately, Corey, but the big states with a lot of people in them tend to be Democratic. Yeah. There's less of them, which is why there are so many small red states. Um, but I think that Mitch is making, uh, not making a smart move here because like states like Kentucky are out of money and yeah. they're, they're going to go broke. Well, not only that, but the, the, here's the nightmare scenario. Uh, January 1st, if there's no stimulus, then any kind of, or it's December 26th or something, right? Yeah, it's, it's like right it's around day Christmas. after Christmas. Yeah. Is the day where you can get kicked out of your apartment if you haven't been paying your rent. Yep. And that's up to the the landlord now at this point and every single landlord in the country is going to try and get people kicked out the number of regardless cases regardless of oh. whether or not uh it's a reasonable like you know oh you were late and you were 15 dollars short yeah. fuck you you're getting kicked out like who are you Jared Kushner <laughs> the uh the problem is that there's no there's no way to it, so many people needed to be protected, and the government was absolutely nowhere to be found on any of this. The, the Restaurants failing and closing and stuff like that, which everyone sort of agrees is, like, awful. Yeah. And everyone wants them to not be closing up. And, you know, to various degrees, people want to go to the restaurants. Like, I mean, people want to support restaurants. They want to eat in the restaurants. They want to eat outside. Maybe it's closed. And this isn't because of you know, a mayor per se or a governor or anything else. It's because the country as a whole has not been able to get this shit under control yeah. or help people get through in a time where they don't have anything to, to get them through. And it, it, it's, and no the guidance. Bl- the blood is on Mitch's hands on this one. Yeah. Like, you know, Trump for sure has a part to play in the 300,000 deaths of for coronavirus that we've had so far. But you know, McConnell is right there. I think in the catbird seat on that. Well, and I do want to talk about Corona, uh, but we'll, we'll get to that because there is one other big story this <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, there is. Uh, and uh, Corey, I want to give him a chance to talk about it. But uh, for those more level-headed people in the audience, uh, Texas filed a lawsuit. We talked about it over the past couple weeks, uh, trying to basically say that the the election practices of some other states injure the people of Texas. And I think we brought it up last week that... They allowed all these other states to join, which essentially said, oh, it's not just uniquely Texas that's impacted, yeah. which essentially erodes standing. So I don't think we actually talked about it last week. I think this all sort of developed in the last was it really? seven days. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, so uh, Texas filed uh, and then they allowed a bunch of other states to join. But in their filing, they said people in Texas are uniquely uh, affected by this because the, these other four or five states who had bad voting practices um, they are going to negatively impact Texans by having a tie count in the Senate, which will be broken by Kamala Harris, which may impact Texans, which is a stretch to yeah. say the least. But then to allow. It's not sound legal arguments. No. Yeah. No. And it, the problem is, I would have said, wait until there's damages, but then Joe Biden's president. So yeah. it defeats the purpose. Because uh, really, and here, cut to the chase. The purpose is the guy who filed it, the state attorney general of Texas, is under federal investigation and about to be under federal indictment for tax evasion or tax fraud. And he wants to throw up a big uh, white flag, not a white flag, a big red flag, I guess, to draw Trump's attention uh, because he wants to say, hey, before you leave, 
be real nice if I could get one of them pardons that you're going to be handing out to everybody. Um, and so he wants to look like he's doing everything he can. And this nonsense and the language of Trump is the nonsensical lawsuit, apparently. So he is uh, filing a nonsensical lawsuit. A bunch of other states joined, which eroded standing. Uh, the um, SCOTUS ruled on that this week, uh, which essentially basically said, uh, this is nonsense. And um, a bunch of people joined that misspelled even their own names on the filing, yeah. so we can't respect it. And that's the other funny, not funny, kind of sad death of the Republic part of this, is that two states that joined are not states. No. Um, they have the name of a state in their name, uh, but New California and New Nevada are not places. No. Yet they are part of this lawsuit. So I'd, I'd be under interested in finding out if they just made a new California or if they just separated out parts of the current California so to make they the separated new California. Out parts. So if uh, you know, I have been talking about Cal Exit for a while. Yeah. Uh, and essentially, what they did is they took everything that we would probably want to leave in the United States. Like we'll have the Republic of California. You can keep the state of California. Just keep everything. I don't know, east of the bay. <laughs> Just east yeah, of the bay and take south the state of- in half and just sort of split it down the middle. Yeah. And you can have the eastern half of it. And except for mm-hmm. uh, what's the county directly east of Los Angeles County? Riverside. Th- is that the big one that goes to the state line? No, there's another. Yeah, that there's one. another couple there. I, I basically want to make that the bottom of that new state, and we'll keep everything from there down to the, yeah. the Mexico border because I don't want to have to pass through another state on the way to. Um, Vegas. And yeah. uh, I'd also like to, at some point time, incorporate maybe Las Vegas and the Grand Canyon area. Well, we area. talked about making the big California. Yeah. yeah. Make into a greater California area. Yeah. Uh, so we'll incorporate that. Because, uh, by the way, New Nevada is everything in the state except Clark County. It's <laughs> everything but Clark County. <laughs> so everything not fun about Nevada. <laughs> yes. All of the really terrible. Uh, and if you want to know what kind of person would file this, it's the kind of person who would live in Pahrump, Nevada. <laughs> New Nevada. What happens here stays here because you probably were born here and you're probably going <laughs> to die here. And <laughs> Hey, has Becky got a new job at the grocery store? Well, you look at that. It's New Nevada. It's a, it's a big the, slogan. All the fun things about Nevada are in old Nevada. Why like, who, who travels to Nevada and doesn't go to, I don't know, Las Vegas? New Nevada. It's like Utah going through an awkward teenage phase. Oh, you know what I just realized? If we do give them new California, new Nevada, we lose Tahoe, though. Mm. Mm. Annexed. And uh, we also we also lose that uh, that good weed growing territory in Northern California. So maybe maybe we keep well we can't northern, lose that. Keep the northern counties and try to like bleed that over into Tahoe. <laughs> Why don't we just make New California the smallest state? It's <laughs> just Death Valley and nothing else. So the proposed state is literally all the counties that you would think of as Republican counties. Yeah, uh, it's everything that surrounds San Francisco and Oakland and. Los Angeles and San Diego. Two senators, one congressman. <laughs> yeah. That's like it's, Wyoming. It's, I was going to say, uh, more like Montana or Alaska. Yeah. Because it's a huge a lot fucking of space. state. Yeah, true. But very few people. Um, California is big and has a big population. But if you were to break it down, it's a lot like Alaska. It's big with a lot of population in one place. That's yeah. it. They're all living in one area. Well, a couple of places in California because you got the Bay oh, Area and you got Southern yeah. California and like, you know. Sacramento has some people. Does it? Eh, enough. Okay. So anyway, this this lawsuit, uh, not only was it uh, 
signed on by New California and New Nevada, but also 120-something members of the House GOP. And here's uh, where Corey's going to get wound up. And uh, <laughs> uh, whoever, whoever in your mind, you were just like, who's my least favorite congressman? Uh, they're on that list. Andy Harris? Andy Harris was on the list. Steve Scalise. Yep, he was on. Scumbag Kevin McCarthy, Scum- Kevin I Matt say, Gates. All scumbag them. Steve Scalise, who <laughs> talked shit about, uh, or got shot by somebody, right? Yeah. And then talked shit about the people who sent him goodwill while he was sh- in the hospital after yeah. being shot. What a scumbag. <laughs> Uh, I got I have scumbag Andy Harris stories too, but that's. For I was gonna say day. he's not like <laughs> defeat Wayne Gilchrist, the nicest man in the world, scumbag like Andy yeah. Harris. But yeah, you know. Uh, so they all signed amicus briefs onto this lawsuit as well. Amicus brief uh, is a friend of the court brief, which is like basically saying I'm not joining the lawsuit, but here's why you should pass it, and I'd like to join if you would let me join. Yeah, but I know I can't because I don't have standing. To I join. would love to be an injured party in this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So, yes, this is a problem because literally the only thing you have to do when you become a member of Congress mm-hmm. is swear to uphold the Constitution. And all these people, state right people for the most part, have decided that certain states don't get the right to be able to decide how to run their own elections, which is what's said in the Constitution, that each state will hold their own fair and impartial elections. Um I, I don't know how we put the toothpaste back in the tube on this one. Yeah, what can be done because, about this, Corey? Well, I mean, there is a uh, a little section of the 14th Amendment. I'll read it to you real quick. Okay, I was going to say, I have it here if you'd like me, but go ahead. <laughs> no person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civ- civil or military, under the United States or under any state He's who have previously taken an oath as a member of Congress as an or as an officer of the United States, or as a member of any state legislature, blah, 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 shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof, but Congress may vote by a two by a vote of two-thirds of each house remove such disability. Mm-hmm. So, uh, basically, what we're talking about here is as the engaged in insurrection and rebellion, seeing as they want to overturn the democratic process by which we vote for the people who are... Uh, going to the Congress, to the Senate, and more importantly, for their case, the presidency here. And and I'm going to let you go. I do want to clarify that the confusing language at the end of that just meant that if you served in the South, in the Confederacy, we can let you into Congress, but two-thirds of everybody else in Congress has to vote to remove the bar bar from you being in Congress. So, like, Jefferson Davis, who was very well-respected in Congress before he left Congress to go be president of of the Confederacy— Possibly didn't, but possibly could have run for Congress again and gone back and been like, guys, <laughs> sorry about all that. Hey, but we're all friends here. Can you just vote me. Just let me uh, let me be a, a vote. Yeah, let me be back. Uh, I got I got good ideas now that I'm part of this union again. Yeah. And, and they could have done that. They could have let him in. Um, or it may have been that, like, uh, you know, Puerto Rico is on the verge of uh, either insurrection or becoming a state, right? It might be independent, yeah. it might be a state. So it may be that one of the senators basically says, or one of the uh, the non-voting members of Congress, goes home and says, nope, I'm here for independence, let's do this. And then the United States squashes that independence movement, but says, uh, listen, we should have given you statehood. That's our bad. Uh, so we're going to give you statehood. We're going to give you two House members and... Um, uh, but it'd be more than two, uh, three house members and two senators. And that guy runs for the, for the house. And when he gets back, they, everybody in the, the house is like, 
yeah, I know you were asking for statehood for like 45 years, and we probably should have done that before the whole war broke out, so we're going to vote to let you vote. Yeah. And respect that they voted for you. Um, so that's why it's confusing, because it just means you're not allowed to do this at all. Right. Unless two-thirds of Congress says that you can do it, then you can. We also haven't had an amendment for a while, so people might not be totally aware familiar. of... <laughs> What? They might not be familiar with the, yeah, the like wording of amendments. Were, yeah. yeah. This but, is from an old uh, old time. Uh, yeah. But the basically there has been a, a progressive movement uh, because all these people are openly trying to overthrow the uh, duly elected president uh, that Nancy Pelosi shouldn't seat any of them because she has the choice as to whether or not any of these people actually get sat at the new Congress. Well. If she is the House Speaker. Yes. Which, which is not clear yet. Well, I mean... They haven't held the vote. We don't know if she's No, but, you know, she's probably going to win, despite... God, let's you know, Despite everyone not l- wanting this to happen, but somehow we're stuck here. So... Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, 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 I think that she's not going to do that, though, because she doesn't have a sack to hold it against anybody. Well, you know? uh, Corey... Uh, I mean, like, I don't remember if you remember the... <laughs> the really exaggerated clap. That's as far as Nancy gets to putting the sack on the table. That's all. I, she, she is a woman. I don't know. If the the oh the metaphorical the metaphorical the sack. Metaphorical yeah, it's not sack. the okay. Yeah. So when you're saying sack up Nancy Pelosi, you're not saying uh, that you wish she was a man. You're saying that you want to see some fortitude. Yeah, I don't, I don't care what Nancy Pelosi choose to identify as. Like whatever she wants to do is fine with me. I have no qualms about any of that. Mm-hmm. What I mean is to metaphorically sack up and maybe for once stop being so awful at your job. <laughs> because listen, think about it this way: if McConnell was the House Majority Leader instead, mm-hmm. and a bunch of Democrats did this sort of shit. It wouldn't just be, oh, you boys will be boys. It, it, he would find some sort of way to make this hurt for those people in some sort of way. Now, this was just a litmus test to to show Trump how many loyal servants he has out there. And when Trump can't run in 2024 because he's you know in prison or something like that, then you know Steve Scalise can be like, no, I was the good boy who said that Trump should be, you know, should have kept the presidency. But since he's in j- jail, I guess it could be me. Like you know that whole thing. Yeah, that'll eventually come in four years from now. I, I, I think that there's ways to to punish all these people, and uh, I, I would uh, personally, I would like there to just be an investigation, just to have. <laughs> Have them all testify under oath as to why they chose to try and un, uh, unseat democratic process here. Uh, I also suggested that when you swear them in, make them take the oath like ten times to like really make sure that they got that they're not supposed that they're supposed to uphold the Constitution. Yeah, like maybe each time you read it again, just be like, "And you promise to uphold the Constitution." Mm-hmm. Like that would be a nice one. Uh, it would be annoying, and everyone would hate it. <laughs> but it would at least be something. It, it's it, it, if my options are nothing or something, I'd prefer something. Okay. If it's if it's just torturing them by like you know like doing something procedural that that annoys them, I, I guess I'll take what I can get. I mean, what I would prefer is that you know you press charges on them for. For openly defying the vote of the people. But so, let's bring a little logic into this conversation. Yeah. I'm going to go to the pertinent part, 
as we lawyers would say, of the amendment. And tell me what part of this their conduct was offensive to. Shall have engaged in insurrection. Mm-hmm. Did they engage in insurrection? Yeah, this is a coup attempt. Nope. I don't, that mm-hmm. is not what it is. This is a they're legal trying to filing. Over, they're trying to overturn the election. This is a legal filing. So, it, they're using the system in order... The, the, it, the system itself has safeguards in order for people to exercise their rights within it. That's what they are doing. That is not what insurrection is. I am understanding why I can't get insurrection started. People <laughs> think it's fucking paperwork. I, you, do you think insurrection is a signing onto a legal finding? No, I mean, there, obviously that's not what I would think of necessarily as insurrection. Okay. If you were to... If you said, hey, look at all that insurrection over there, I wouldn't think it's a bunch of people with amicus briefs. Well, we got a bunch but, of original constructionists on the on the Supreme Court, so I think they're going to look at the writing of this and say what it is. Fine. Whatever. No, it, no. It, it, if, you, if, you don't, if you don't want to make people's lives difficult, then why are you even in government? I mean, that's the... That's the <laughs> I want to make people's lives better. That's why I wanted to be in government. I realized you couldn't, which is why I don't want to be in government anymore. <laughs> But, but I, I just, mean, I, the whole, like, like, what, why punish them? Like, what, what good does that do? Yes, Mitch would do it. And Mitch is a fucking terrible person. No, I know Mitch is a, Mitch is a terrible person, but every so often, me and you have a conversation on this podcast where we talk about the awful thing that Mitch McConnell just did. And then mm-hmm. we also say, and he played it like he was <laughs> like a seasoned pro. Yes. He knows exactly all the angles of how he was going to get it. And he did some despicable shit along the way. Yeah. And guess what? Nobody fucking remembers when it's time to vote for him. Right. Just like nobody's going to fucking remember in San Francisco if Nancy Pelosi did something. Like, See, but- it would cost her zero votes. She could go and she could stop this by making. How many times have you ever been. Uh, uh, you fake being mad at somebody to hold a certain level of. Uh, uh, you're thinking of the other Roberto. I'm Rob. <laughs> I don't do that. But I'm saying like I'm not a I get, real girl. I get so. randomly offended at something, and then you're just like, well, "What can I do to make it right?" Yeah, okay. And then I get something out yes. of it just yeah. because I faked like I was really upset. Yeah. You know, and you can only get away with it so many times because then you're the boy who cried wolf. But you know, there there is a way to. To play this where you get some sort of benefit out of it. And I, I think just having them have to testify as to why they decided to do it, char- charge them with uh, contempt, and, you know, move on. So it, it's, I, you, I look at Mitch McConnell, I say he does, he's done terrible things. Terrible things should happen to him. I'm not saying I'm going to do them. I'm not saying that when I speak of insurrection, these are the things I'm speaking of. Yeah. I'm just saying, terrible guy, terrible things should happen to him. Uh, at some point, uh, but what I don't in think, a in a uh, Darwinism kind of way, like eh, natural selection, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, Darwin, Marx, one of these things, <laughs> Len, Marx, Lenin, Trotsky, one of these things should yes, uh, one of these belief systems. But um, what I don't think is that any good comes from being like, well, he's playing the game really dirty, so we got to play the game dirty too. Because then you're not making people's lives better. Yeah. Does that does does her spending seven weeks on hearings about this filing get COVID relief done? No. Does and it I, make it more I, likely that COVID relief is going to get done? I'm not saying do it first thing. I'm saying put it on the back burner for when you're looking for when when 
there when you need to tag the Republicans with something, maybe right before the midterms, like there's a little space there to say, yeah, we, we, we decided to investigate this a little bit more. And now we'd like to call all these Republicans to the to the floor and explain to yourself why uh, you didn't think that the people of Wisconsin knew how to run an election or Pennsylvania or Georgia or any of the states that Trump lost that he needed to win. And n- none of the states, by the way, that that they didn't just throw in like. By the way, Iowa fucked up their election, too. Right. And even though Trump won, only the we still think you should look at Iowa because yeah. they fucked up. Like, no, they don't give they only the, the only purpose of this lawsuit was in the hopes that it would get to the Supreme Court. And they go like, yeah, we'll take a listen at this. And then they would just be so utterly in party. Yeah, pr- to the Republicans Trump, that they would just be like, yes, of course, throw out all these votes. And then, of course, uh, you know, American citizens would have to rise up against the government and stuff like that, because that's just the the bar that we <laughs> cross where the Supreme Court just unilaterally decides that something that is so patently ridiculous is you and I disagree about the bar. <laughs> I don't think that that would do it either. You don't think that would do it? No. <sighs> You think that I'm getting the the people that are out here for the women's march and the George Floyd protests, the ones who are dancing in the street, are going to rise up and do anything at any point? Well, I guess rise up is a little... You have convinced me that insurrection <laughs> is impossible. There will be a really good dance party that happens yes. in the area of the, the protest. It will last it. a long time. <laughs> Many days there will be dancing and chanting. Yeah. And then we'll all go home and forget about it. Yeah. All right, I guess I guess you made a real point. <laughs> Why should I ever hope that people are held responsible for their actions? I guess. See, though, I will say this: uh, uh, just going to the Supreme Court, just super quick there. Yeah. Before we move on to COVID stuff, uh, I love the fact that uh, this was just denied. They didn't even take the time to even think about this as a serious no. lawsuit, uh, and that uh, uh, not Scalia. Thomas? I always want to say Scalia, Thomas, and um. God, uh, Merrick Garland seat. Who's in Merrick Garland seat? No, 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 no. It wasn't him? No. Not Roberts. Not any of the new ones. <sighs> Fuck, okay. Why am I blanking on Supreme Court justice? Anyway. They're all, they, wait, wait. Everybody who's, except for Thomas, is left. Like, no. is to the left. No. I'm pretty sure. No, because it's 6-3. Yeah. Uh, Trump has had three. Bush had two. Obama Anything. had Mayor Garland and one other one. It doesn't matter. the The idea that uh, the uh, the idea that they the Thomas and the other one had said that they were going to they wanted to hear it because any case that involves states suing other states yes. should rise to the level of a Supreme Court at least a hearing yeah. on the on the matter. But but <laughs> the fact that there were so many states involved in the whole thing, the fact that 17 other states signed on, the fact that all these congressmen and fake states joined into the lawsuit made it less palatable to the Supreme Court to be heard. Yeah. Uh, essentially, they said, we wouldn't agree with you, but I want to give you time to be heard because <laughs> states deserve the right to be heard when they have problems with other states to get a to basically i mean this is essentially the the easiest you're going to get to a nine nothing supreme court decision to have it just dismissed out of hand like this especially these days i don't know if you're ever going to get a nine nothing yeah it would would be hard to think of the issue that would get nine nine nothing and i do just want to say i'm glad that at least i'm rubbing off on you somehow 
You come out of that discussion with a, I don't know why I expect anything from anyone. <laughs> I should just have no expectations and then I'll never be disappointed. You're right. And boy, do I have a book for you. It's $29.99. And if you like it, I got a class. You can come and join that class. And then if you really do well at that class, you can go up. And we have these sashes that you wear. And each sash uh, <laughs> class is only 1500 And right after that, you can just, you can do these from home too. Ah, Alito. That's the name that we forgot. Did you see me vamp there and give him time to search? <laughs> that is professional shit right there. Alito, yes. Yes. But Alito is uh, George W. Bush. Yeah. Roberts came before Alito. Right. Which is exactly what I fucking said. Well, no, I said I said it wasn't Roberts, and I said right. it wasn't any of the three new ones. Oh, uh, okay. Well, and I said That's it was, what I was, I just, that was it the was, point I was trying to make. Everyone older than Roberts is from the left, is to the left, except yeah. for Thomas. Yeah. Thomas is... Yeah, Never by the way, somebody's got to have a sit down with Briar and tell him uh, time's up. <laughs> time to go. Now's the time. Time to go pick apples. Yeah, Let's yeah, now's the time to go. <laughs> we need to get, because uh, I got to. Especially gotta, if we win some Georgia runoffs. Like, yes. Definitely. Time to go. Time um, for you to take an early retirement. Yeah, and then be like, hey. And by um, early retirement, I mean like way too late retirement, but now's the time. I'd love to introduce you to our next Supreme Court justice nominee. Uh, she graduated law school, class of 2021, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's never practiced law or sat on the bench, but clearly not a problem. Uh, so here you go. Her name is Chrysanthemum. <laughs> Chrysanthemum. She's going to be on the court for the next 75 years. Get used to it. By the way... <laughs> In the she, she's an actual her, communist. She's an actual communist. In her descents, it's often like this case didn't really sparkle with me. <laughs> I held the item in question, and uh, I didn't feel joy when I did so. So I understood the position. Uh, uh but yeah. By the way, uh, no more old people. Uh, let's start nominating some twenty-five-year-olds, thirty-year-olds. Let's do it. Beat Buddha judges. Uh, I'm just. I mean, people judges want to keep him around because 2024 is going to be here, and I do not want Kamala Harris running for president. I mean, she's going to run. I don't want her winning the presidency in 2024. All I'm saying is, I know some guys. I, I, their... I really, I really do think that AOC is going to run. Is she? I mean, maybe. Good. She can run too. She's not a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at some guys in their mid to late 30s who have practiced law before, but became disenchanted with it, and maybe <laughs> they could have. You know, they're walking around with knowledge like <laughs> every Supreme Court justice prior to Roberts is leftist except for uh, Thomas and everyone after that was nominated by a Republican except for one that Obama got. Well, we got Sotomayor and Kagan. Kagan yes. Who were after. Th nominated by Obama. Yeah. Th nonetheless. All I'm saying is. But it's just Breyer. They're walking around with all of that knowledge <laughs> and they really could be put really to good use. Uh, I mean, like, court, listen, if you could find someone like, listen, that. I, I would, if I was president and I could nominate people to the Supreme court, I would absolutely put you on the Supreme court mostly because I love picking fights with people. Yeah. And um, I think this would be a lot of fun. <laughs> like just having, did you listen to the episode of the podcast? I'm like, nah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just realized, uh, you were on it. The, the 14th amendment would yeah. be problematic because not only would I need to be confirmed by 50% of the Senate, I'd need two thirds of the entire Congress because <laughs> I have definitely been engaged in active insurrection and rebellion against the United States. So, oh, well, uh, it was worth th thinking about. Uh, nonetheless, uh, <laughs> 
Just uh, finishing off, though. <laughs> wait, wait. I got one. Here we yeah. go. Uh, active insurrection would kill a lot of people, but probably not as many as Trump is allowed to die uh, <laughs> from the COVID virus in 2019 and 2020. So there we go. Was that a, was that good? Was that happy? Did that make everybody feel good? <laughs> it yeah. sparked joy in me. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, so how about this? Three hundred thousand dead. How's that make you feel? Did not spark joy in yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are bordering on World War II uh, theaters now. So yeah. World War II combined was uh, f- uh, five hundred and twenty thousand dead, but that's two theaters of war. That's Pacific and Europe, which yeah. were essentially two different wars being fought at the same time. One of those. I think the low end of that is 300 and 300 and some. So we are coming up on. Yeah. On the uh, the losses. Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm really worried at this point personally that we're going to be we're going to accelerate into a completely unsustainable position here shortly because I think Los Angeles County only has a handful of ICU beds remaining. Yep. Orange County's done. Yep. Riverside, uh, done. We're we're getting to the point where the nightmare scenario when we all shut down originally was we don't want to end up like Italy. Yeah. Where so many people were sick at the same time that hospitals got flooded and people were dying in the hallways because there wasn't enough stuff to treat them and there wasn't enough room to put them. Mm-hmm. And uh, people said that wouldn't happen in America. We'll take care of it. And then nine months later, we don't give a shit about the pandemic anymore. Everyone's over it. Everyone's really tired. I, I, I find that more and more people are just like, Using the excuse of whatever politician has done whatever as a reason, a carte blanche reason to like, well, fuck it. I'm going to do whatever I want because Newsom does whatever he wants. Yeah. Like that sort of thing has I feel like has trended all over the place. Not a reason. Uh, not, no, not, a, not reason. a reason. But still, like, I, I, I get it. They yeah. should be better, <laughs> better role models in this whole thing. Um, but the good news, as horrible as everything has been this year. The good news is that we have our first vaccines were distributed today in record time. Uh, and thankfully, the scientific community has been in full support of what they've been seeing so far in these vaccine trials. Uh, nothing to make people worried about, you know, possible long term consequences or something that might come, mm-hmm. you know, shortly thereafter. It's it's. Uh, I'm not a scientist, so I don't want to act like one, but uh, everything I've heard about people speaking of the issue makes it seem like it's a a worthy thing to do, especially considering that so many people are dying. Yeah, so, minimal bad reactions. Only people who've had bad reactions have basically are allergic to other stuff and yeah. should have known. It's like, have you ever had an allergic they, reaction to a vaccine? Oh, yeah. Every time I get a vaccine, I have a bad reaction. And they want to hold it out from uh, pregnant women and children, yeah. which Hasn't is been sort of usual... Uh, operating procedure. Yeah, uh, I th- something tells me if if there was an emergency, they might give it to a pregnant person. Well, if I mean, were, I like, think early on or something like that. If you were early, maybe. I think the uh, the other part of that is you'd be safer just going home, go yeah. home for the last three months of your pregnancy, and just stay home. Yeah, and uh, have your baby, and then we'll give you both. Well, we'll give you the vaccine. Yeah, and maybe by then we'll know whether or not it's safe for children. But, um, but I would say grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, if you and a hundred of your uh, friends were lost in the desert mm-hmm. and uh, you were nearly not starving to death. Uh, what's dehydrated. The, yeah, I was going to say dehydrated, but what's the thirsty thirsty to death? Because like dying of hunger, dying of thirst, you're dying yeah. of thirst. 
Yeah. So then you stumble out of the desert altogether, and you come upon a 1997 school water fountain. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. All yeah. Right, we're going to be saved, right? Yeah, yeah. So you see the guy at the front of the line take his first drink. He's going to be saved from dying of thirst. The problem is you're number 97 in line. Yeah. So we have our first vaccines get given out today. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough doses for stage one, part A. Yeah. And what they're planning on doing... By the way, October, uh, Pfizer had offered the United States an additional 400 million vaccines. Which would be enough for all of stage one and part of stage two. Yeah. And but not. Because 200 million people, because it's two doses. Yes. Uh, and it was no down payment or anything like that. Nope. It's like, you get this when when we ship it. Yep. Uh, and uh, the government, the pre- Trump Trump's office specifically, was just like, nah, we're good. <laughs> Uh, we we got our eggs in a lot of baskets. We're not yeah. gonna put all our eggs in one basket. So now, now we got a couple other vaccines we're working on. So we'll also, see. Also, we got this oleandrin thing that we're uh, <laughs> we're really excited about. But I, my my concern, my thing, I want people to to stay in mind about is we're gonna get a hundred million doses. They're gonna give uh, sixty million out, which means that we need more to even give people two doses, which is what you have to have. Mm. And they're betting that they're gonna be available. Which is probably a safe bet, probably. Yeah. But we need 700, almost 800 million doses to give everyone in the United States a dose. And we have no idea where those are going to come from. They think the other vaccine is going to be ready. It's going to get approved, maybe. Yeah. No no word about that yet. Uh, And we are splitting this amongst billions of people. Well, Um, I mean, also, specifically with the Pfizer vaccine, there's a lot of things that keep it. That, you know, for people like us in L.A., it would be easier because there are cold storage facilities capable of handling yeah. that. There are hospitals in this area that are capable of delivering such a such a vaccine. Uh, if you live in Bismarck, not to make fun of Bismarck, but you don't have the same kind of infrastructure available to you. Well, maybe and in Bismarck you do, but it's the I'm five hours I, from yeah, Bismarck yeah, I live a and little five hours away. from everything else. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> 10 hours from Denver and all that. I was going to say, what, yeah. what's in the other side? <laughs> but the, uh, we drove through there. I should know this. Uh, the, the point I'm making is that, you know, like the, I think the Moderna vaccine is one that doesn't have to have any particular temperature restrictions on it or something like that. It is still low, but it's m- more places have the facilities. Right. So, it's so not I special. mean, like, I, I think there's some sort of, logic that's being put in you know we have the Pfizer one right now let's try and get it out to the healthcare people as quickly as we can and then we'll you know like maybe by then more of the vaccines that are easier to distribute will go to you know the plain states more because that's going to be a harder place to yep keep the super cold storage of the Pfizer vaccine and we'll see yeah we'll see and uh, I mean uh, Fauci said at the beginning of this thing a year to a year and a half to uh, get to the vaccine. Scientific community heard that at the time and said, that seems very ambitious. Yeah. Uh, I think you had a similar thing on that. I think we said it was very ambitious. Very yeah. ambitious. We're at 11 months. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're, we're ahead of schedule, uh, if you look at it that way. And it seems like a lot of good has been done in... Mostly the many years of of people working on different ways of tackling vaccines for the last several decades, which is the important part of investing in science. Like I've made fun of NASA before. Yes. But 
So uh, NASA science went into vaccine making. Well, I'm saying the the idea that we spend a lot of money. This mm-hmm. is this is the point you've always made to me about NASA. I've always poo pooed it. Yes, but it's a it's a perfectly reasonable argument now that I think about it in these terms. That uh, 20 years of spending money on innovation will eventually lead you to the quicker the shortcut to the vaccine later or whatever you're yep. doing later. You know, like the. Well, and, and I'll admit NASA had very little to do about vaccines. Right. But let me put this to you. The other side of that equation is when you put all of the greatest minds in the world to one problem. Yeah. It's unbelievable how fast we can solve that problem. Yeah. Let's say after we wrap up this COVID thing. Uh, I'm going to split that group in half. I want half of them to work on cancer and I want the other half to work on global warming and use as much fervor as you've used about this on each of those issues. Because by the way, uh, number one killer of people, if you combine all cancers together and going to kill everyone on the planet, almost I mean, isn't heart disease up there too. What's that? Heart disease is up there. So heart disease is greater than colon cancer. cancer. Or lung cancer, or oh, but combined but combining cancer. Yeah. the the growth of human cells that grow abnormally, which is what cancer is. There's no comparison. All kinds of cancer put together, and there may not be one cure for all. But uh, there's Keytruda, uh, I think is the name of the drug, is actually proven to treat 117 different kinds of cancer, completely unrelated. And they're like, this could be. They call it Keytruda, which is. I wish they hadn't, but uh, it's possibly the key to they've broken how cancer as a thing grows and Mm -hmm. it actually doesn't cure the cancer. It just slows the growth enough that your body can fight it off on its own. Yeah. So let's throw some research at that. Yeah. And also the other half, climate change will 100% kill 3 billion people in 50 years or make all those 3 billion people move off the coast where they currently live. So- Let's look at that, too. Just conquer those two problems. It, who knows what we can do in two years, three years, four years? You'd have to have people who believe in climate change, though, or think well, that spending no, money on, on innovation not. like cancer is worth it. Half the, same the people in this country don't believe in COVID, and they still <laughs> we still got a vaccine for it. So. Oh, and they're going to take it. Oh, believe me, they're going to yes. take it. Uh, and the other, I, I guess I want to say that the good news, bad news of this is great. Vaccines are out. 300,000 are dead. We're going to probably hit half a million before we're done with this, which sucks. But uh, the other thing that sucks is that in Europe, they have discovered a new variant of COVID-19, which is the inevitability of this. When you let things, when you let a virus run rampant and then do what we do, which is we only clamp down when it gets real bad. Eventually what it does is it says, I can change what it doesn't say this. Darwin tells us that it modifies itself to somehow hide itself from you. Like you get a, when you get the flu, you're sick for uh, one day before you're contagious. You're actually sick for like six days. And then you start getting symptoms one day before you're contagious or you're contagious for one day before you show symptoms. Yeah. COVID you are contagious for four or five days before you can start showing symptoms. You virally shedding before you show symptoms. That's dangerous. If, COVID could push that out and say like, you don't show symptoms until day 11 and you've been contagious the entire time. That's how it spreads without you being able to be like, Oh, I'm going to go lock myself away. Cause I think I have symptoms. and I'm going to go get a test. Yeah. Um, people who don't regularly test like the people that I know who <laughs> go get tested regularly because they care about other people around them. It's worrisome. 
Because if we are seeing in two years, less than two years, a genome change in the virus that makes it certifiably different than the original virus, it, it could be bad. And yeah. the question is, does the vaccine that's going out now work against it? The story I read said no, but it's also like... Well, I mean, there's a lot that's still not entirely sure about the vaccine, yeah. though, either. Like, are you going to have to get a booster on this at some point? Like, are you are you just done? Like, as soon as you, you know, or hypothetically, if enough of the world got vaccinated, you would think that it wouldn't be able to continue to transmit. But measles continued on for years and years and years after. Yep. And then it started to come back, I think. And it came, or, well, it started coming back because or mumps. Was which one was the? Well, I mean, but measles has made the strongest comeback. But it's yeah. because people who got the MMR then grew up to be people who didn't believe in the MMR and yeah. didn't give it to their kids, which is not going to take a whole generation. It, yeah. It's going to be people who are like, no, my mom didn't give it to me when I was a kid, and uh, so that was what uh, I was ten years ago. I don't believe in it. I'm not going to give it to my kids. Yeah. And within fifteen years, but also to keep in mind. This novel coronavirus 2019 is a variation on a coronavirus. There will be others. There will be other things. Life will be different forever from now on. Oh, and it'll... Eventually, the the virus that is quick-moving and more deadly and, like, it's there's going to be something about a virus that happens like this in the future that will work against us and our ability to plan for it. Yes. And, I mean, like, you know, we've been haven't been lucky with COVID-19 for sure. Uh, we were more lucky with like Ebola and SARS and yeah. stuff like that, where you were able to sort of get on top of it before it spread drastically. We may count ourselves lucky though. When we're digging holes and tossing bodies and bags into holes, we might be like, Oh God, I wish this was like coronavirus. And I just had to be locked inside yeah. for months. Uh, because the same dumb people who won't stay inside now because they get bored with quarantine. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I just I want it to happen soon enough that these people get punished for this because now well, they're making my life difficult. I want the deadly virus to come so that they go out and party and then, you know, die. And then I, one of the safe people, can at some point later when your body is no longer contagious, toss it into a big open pit and burn it and then enjoy the fruits of an empty civilization. Well, if you were uh, if you are bored in quarantine and you're looking for something to do, you know where you can go and uh, pass the time? Where's that? Oh, the anthem.com. Quarter of the anthem.com. Oh, the anthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listener line, 443-219-7595. What's that number again? 443-219-7595. Find more of me at my website, CoreyBakerFilmmaker.com, Facebook.com forward slash CoreyBakerFilm, at LegendCB5 on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I had recorded a review for Mank, and oh boy, was it bad. <laughs> so a re-record of that will happen, as well as uh, some other things that I'm working on, so... Uh, it's a process. I, I, you know, uh, it happens, but I had a lot of work too. I, I, I got a lot of post work here recently. That's good. So, uh, no, none of which pays handsomely, but you know, he buys lunch. A yob is a yob. <laughs> uh, and of course you can find me on all your social networks at Robert and cheek. Well, you can find my accounts, but not me. Cause I'm not going to be there for the next 20. No, 19 days, 19 more days of my, uh, sabbatical, which is good. I've lost track of my phone. Um, <laughs> still answering messages in the middle of the night when my friends send me messages. Not like I go absent in the middle of the day. You know, just 
for no reason. But uh, you can find me at Robert and Cheek. Uh, you can find more information at robertandcheek.com uh, where I have links to everything, uh, books on Amazon and all the projects and everything that I'm doing. Whereas so. books. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, and of course, a big thank you to um, uh, producer Roberto for um, finally sending me a text back and also joining us to be a producer on the show. You can find him at R-T-O-A-Z-N on all your social networks, including uh, TikTok. Probably a waste of time because he doesn't post anything, but that's where you could find his stuff if you are so inclined. <laughs> Hypothetically. Hypothetically, yeah. Yes. Uh, and there'll be a new reel up on his YouTube channel at some point. <laughs> it's a lot of lot of work getting done over here. At yeah, the- yeah. <laughs> whole lot of work getting done. Uh, you know, promises made, promises kept. kept. <laughs> well, I think we've done good here today. <laughs> I'm glad he's back because I now I have an audience of one to play to. So <laughs> we've done something. I don't know if it's good. But as always, you're listening to the O the Anthem podcast, part of the O the Anthem digital network. For Corey, this is Rob. Have a great week, everybody. So the second half of the show was actually going out to the internet, correct? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me the entire time? Or, uh, hello, 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 hello. Is there anybody? Hello? Shouting out into there. the void.